Our next retreat is finally here. It's called Adventures in Energetics, and it's happening November 8th to the 14th, 2024 in Boquete, Panama. This seven-day, six-night retreat in the beautiful cloud forest of Panama is going to be a unique experience. This program is a not-for-beginners retreat. And what I mean by that is you will actually have to fill out an application before you will be accepted to be able to register for the program because we are going to be doing more advanced level energetics and I need to make sure that everybody who comes is actually ready for the work. We will be doing a Kundalini awakening. We will be doing group visioning process called a spiritual canoe. We will be doing daily presence practices and working on expanding our energy. We will be doing daily rituals. This process will be related to specifically the people who are there because in addition to filling out the questionnaire about what your experience is, you're also gonna ask for what it is that you'd like to learn. So part of the curriculum for this is set and part of it will be designed around the desires of the participants. I only have 20 beds available for this retreat, so it will fill up quickly. So this is the time to register. Do not wait. To find out more, go to kellysparta.com forward slash retreat. I look forward to seeing you there. Another blood red sunset and yet another moon face and still another hundred miles to my next resting place. Driving down the road, eyes on the horizon, within my car I'm all but feeling good and feeling strong Knowing that this path I'm on brings me to myself I'm driving Hello and welcome to Spirit Sherpa, the show that helps and encourages you on your journey to unlock your magic mojo. I'm Jules, your co-host. Our topics have evolved to correspond to different levels of growth. So episode one starts topics for beginners. Episode 98 starts them for intermediates, and episode 200 starts them for advanced spiritual practitioners and teachers. With me, as always, to share her insights and wisdom is the spirit doctor herself, Kelly Sparta. Hi, Kelly. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm hanging on by a thread. Yo, girlfriend. Oh my gosh! No, I'm I'm doing I think good. If you and, go back and you review these episodes, you're going to find that that's a common response from you. It's a maybe, common response. Maybe there's something to look at there. <laughs> oh my gosh! No, it's 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 good. You know, um, my 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 big girl day job. I'm an internal auditor, so usually we're the people you know you love to hate, and so you know, right? You no, know, we don't get Christmas cards, and uh, but. It's cool at my job because I people, my clients, um, different departments, they actually call me and go, hey, this looks like a problem. Can you come blah, 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 and either, you know, do an audit or do some consulting or anything like that. So it's really cool that they value my opinion and all that. It's just I have, you know, a list of 25 things I have to get done. <laughs> And so, and then I'm always putting out fires and all that. So I just stay busy. As soon as they get the cloning thing down, I'll be good to go. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> yeah. So I want to talk today about the awakened soul. And I want to talk about this from a beingness perspective. Okay. 
Um, one of the things that's been happening in the last few weeks is that there have been intense amounts of energy, energetic downloads that are happening for all the spiritually aware people of the world. And what that's resulting in is exhaustion across the board. Everybody's just falling down tired. Well, that, that explains a lot for me. <laughs> that's why I've been so tired. Yes, that's exactly why you've been so tired. So, you know, I'm going to remind you, you can always tell your guides, I need a couple of nights off so I can get a full night's sleep, right? Yes. Okay. So, you know, but this brings me to part of what I want to talk about today, which is the beingness state, right? So, you know, I had, a, I had several things that I wanted to launch and I wanted them to launch by the end of the month last month. And that didn't happen because I have been able to accomplish maybe two or three things a day and then I'm falling down and all I can do is binge watch Netflix, you know? Yeah. And so, you know, you can either try and push through and hurt yourself or you can accept where you are and say, okay, I guess I'm done for the day. Pushing the launch. That's what's going to happen. I'm going to push the launch and that'll just be what it is. And so you're like, yeah, okay, whatever. I'll, I'll just do that. And, the, you know, the advantage of running your own business is I can pull that off. I don't have anybody standing over my head saying, no, you didn't do this, right? Um, and so, you know, you do your priority-based stuff, you know, which is my client work. So I do my client work first. And then I do the things that are, quote, unquote, optional, right? So the two new programs I'm writing, three, two, two new programs I'm writing, right? And so, you know, all of these things are, are the they're all a function of being conscious about what's going on for you. And you can't be conscious about what's going on for you unless you're present to yourself. When I talk about the awakened soul, you know, I was talking to uh, um, Sherry Flake, who runs the, the stress podcast and stress, stress relief podcast. Stress. I, I, we're going to put an episode out. You'll get a chance to hear it. Anyway, she, she and I were talking today, and she does work with a lot of people, but her big thing is meditation, right? And she was all about, you know, just get present to yourself, get present to yourself, get present to yourself, be with yourself, face yourself, face yourself, face yourself. And I'm like, yes, yes, queen, okay? And so we, and, right, and, you know, because for my peeps, right? We, we are outwardly focused, right? We, we notice other people long before we notice ourselves. And, you know, we have to train ourselves to become present to ourselves. And so part of that is about just being in the moment of it. And part of it is about becoming aware of our own feelings and our own needs. You know, I have a friend down here, um, who has been in uh, going into the doctor over and over again. They can't quite figure out why she's having problems and whatever. And, you know, she was raised in a very sort of rough and tumble like world um, where, you know, not a lot of help was forthcoming. And I'm like, do you want me to go and sit with you while you get some of these IVs or go to the doctor or, you know, get some of these procedures done? You know, How about I come and sit with you? And she was like, oh, you don't have to do that. I'm like, no, no, no I'm going to come. 
And then I got there and she was like, thank you for coming. And I'm like, yes. Okay. But that's what we do, right? She's not used to asking for help. I kind of know somebody like that. Mm. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, I'm, you know, she's been really helpful to me in my stuff. And I'm just going to be really helpful to her and say, you know, I'm going to work with you on learning how to receive. Right. And, and so, you know, there's, there's been things going on, right? But there's always stuff going on. That's what I want to say, right? There's always something going on. But how we be with it, right? How we be with it, and I'm using the word be on purpose. And, you know, not how we deal with it, not how we think about it, not how we, you know, master it or any of that other. No, how we be with it is how we come out the other side, right? When you can be with something rather than having to fix it or change it or move it or make it different in some way or solve it or make it better or whatever, then when you can just be with it and be like, okay, this is what's happening. It's an experience, not label it good or bad, just an experience. There is a lot of freedom to that. There's a lot of freedom. There's a lot of releasing of energetic angst, right? Because when we have to fix something or do something about it, or when we have to judge it and then figure out how we're going to fix the judgment of it, blah, 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 Analyze it. Right. When we have to do all of those things, right. That's when we build up all this energy around it, right? We, we bind up all this energy into this thing that's outside of us that we really honestly have no control over. You know, realistically, we really probably have no control over it, right? And then yet yeah, we're going to figure it out, right? I'm going to move it with my energetic intention and make it different, right? That sort of thing, right? This, this is what we do. We try to brute force shit all the time. Because that's where we're at. We're in our warrior selves, right? So, you know, I actually got a, I got a um, email or a messenger from uh, one of our listeners who said, hey, maybe you could put together a bunch of people to do something about bringing rain to the areas, uh, specifically like in, in Canada, to put out the forest fires. Because, you know, the, the air quality is so terrible and it's blah, blah, blah. horrible. Yeah. Right. Well, you know, I'm in Panama. I, I didn't even know. So, because I'm not following that stuff. But, and I was like, oh, hmm, yeah, I could do that. But hmm, let me look, right? I'm looking for the easiest solution. I'm looking for the most elegant solution. I'm not looking for the brute force solution, right? Um, and so I looked at it and I was like, huh. And I just, you know, I talked to the Thunder Gods and I was like, could you guys make it rain? And they were like, no, not really. There's no water to be had. We can't really do that, you know, the ones up in that area, right? And so I was like, huh, okay, so we've got an air quality issue. Okay, so what we need is the air to move out of the way of people. And so I looked at my, so I used to be the, I used to be the wind, right? I used to be an air elemental. And so I just talked to my air elemental friends down here in Panama, where we have lots of rain because it's rainy season now, right? Getting massive thunderstorms right now, every day. And I looked at them and I went, hey, 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 because that's how fast the wind talks. Hey, hey, hey. And I was like, 
race to the North Pole. <laughs> and they went, yes! And woof, right? And of course, you know, they'll bring the water with them because they're air elementals and that's the water's in the air, right? And, and you know, push up against the, 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 the air quality in the Northeast and in the, the North there and, and race to the North Pole with it. Now, if this works, which, you know, air elementals, how long they can hold an intention. Mm. But if it works. Squirrel. Right. (laughs) They do. They go, squirrel. Yeah, they're really kind of like that. (laughs) So if they don't get distracted in their race to the North Pole. They need some Adderall. um, Yeah. Then, um you know, then we end up with all the smoke over the North Pole. It's an elegant solution because it's the smoke over the North Pole. It, it covers the, the ice caps, keeps them from melting as much, re- hopefully reducing the temperature a little bit. Now, that's the benefit that nobody's talking about with this terrible smoke in the air. Is that it's actually reducing the temperature of the planet because the sun can't get through, right? So, um, you know, but if that works, they'll bring water up and whatever else. So, you know, I'm like, before we do a brute force, why don't we do the thing that's easy and just go race to the North Pole? <laughs> you know, there's there's a beingness thing that 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 is not something I would ever have considered doing a decade ago. Right. A decade ago, I would have been with the person who had requested this of me and been like, yes, let's put it together. Let's make it happen. Let's let's get everybody together. We'll bring all this energy in, we'll pull it apart across and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, put everybody together into an energetic connection and we'll make it go. And yeah, it'll be a cool. And now I'm just like, uh, can we do it easier? You know, <laughs> can we keep it simple? Let's keep it simple. How, how how easy could this be? And, you know, a lot of it's just about being willing to sit with the question rather than think you know the solution, right? And that's part of the awakened soul as well, is to be present to what is, right? So, you know, had I gone into do it mode, I would have had to figure out how to create the clouds and the part of the world that I wanted them in because there weren't enough clouds for the, the, you know, the thunder gods are like not enough clouds. Right. Um, and I would have had to like go into all these machinations up in my head and designing shit and blah, 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 which, you know, I love to do cause I've got an engineer brain, right. I live for that shit, but it's just as likely to work or not as race for the North pole. Right. <laughs> Um, and, and it's a whole lot of effort to put all those people together. It's a whole lot of effort to get them all coordinated at the same time and place. And it's a whole lot of effort to, to figure out how to make things go, you know? Well, which the left side of your brain is going, woohoo, let's rock it. Yeah. The right side of your brain is going, hold up. (laughs) Just hold up. So with, with the awakened soul and this beingness is also, what I'm hearing you talk about too is a also a sense of calmness that there, it's not a knee jerk reaction. Yeah, lack of urgency, calmness, just woosaw as you like to just say. Just woo- woosaw. Woosaw. Yes, <laughs> right? yes. It's 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 it's, it's a woo to hell saw. Just hold up a minute, you know, and almost like Yoda going, "It's gonna be all right." <laughs> Yoda just being like, touch into the force, you know, use the force. That's it. 
And, and, you know, you don't even, it's not even, I'm, I don't have to use the force, right? All I did was talk to my friends, right? And I said, hey, you guys want to do this? And they're like, yeah, <laughs> right? So it's, sometimes it, we make it hard on ourselves, okay? So here's, here's the thing, guys. I have talked to a lot of people in the last few weeks who are making life so much harder on themselves, Okay. Because we have this work ethic and we're like, got to do it. And we don't ask for freaking help. And, you know, we've got to do it all ourselves. And it's going, ask yourself, does this need to be done? Let's start with that. That's question number one. Does this need to be done? Question number two is, does it need to be done by me? There's a thought, right? Maybe, maybe you're not the person who has to take care of this. Maybe it could be somebody else's job. Wouldn't that be lovely? And then question number three is, what's the easiest, most graceful way for this to happen if it is my it, done by me? So that's a, it, it's sort of a default mantra, right? It's like, it's where I want you to be in, right? Because the moment you feel that energy of I'm going to make it work, right? There's an energetic that we do when we reach out to try and manipulate something to make it happen the way we want it to right? The minute you feel that energy come up in you of, oh, I'm going to make this happen. I want you to release it immediately. Because what you're doing is you're tying your happiness to the outcome of that thing. As an awakened soul, we don't attach to outcomes, right? Now, there's a, there's a piece on the other side of this that I've got to give you that is the, the warning piece, right? Because and I, that's what I've been dealing with for the last year, year and a half, is there's a point that you come to where you really get this. And you're like, okay, I get it. I don't have to do anything. Absolutely everything is exactly as it's supposed to be. You know, the world's on fire. Yep, okay, that's how it's supposed to be, right? And, and you know, I've gotten to the point where I used to share this stuff because I felt like, when I first started, I felt like I needed to share it to justify me having taken the time to learn it. It was not sufficient for me to have learned it just for me. I am no longer in that place. I now don't need to share it, right? I'm just, you know, but I'm, you know, my business is in motion and I'm doing this and this is what's going on, but I don't have a need to share it, to justify having received the information. It is sufficient in my world now that I did all of this just for me. Okay, I've gotten to that point in my work where it is okay that I spent all this time and money and energy just for me, right? And it took me a long time to get there, right? But now, you know, now you're like, oh, well, I have to do this. There's your motivation, right? There's that piece, and so the motivation is there to fix it, to solve it, to share it, to blah, 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 right? Whatever. What do you do on the other side of that? When you no longer have that motivation and you're used to being motivated by have tos and shoulds, okay? There is another side to this. And I'm, I'm going to be transparent with you guys. I don't have all the answers, okay? I had a conversation about this with Janine Bolin, who was on the podcast a while ago. And uh, she said, yeah, you know, sometimes it's, you know, at this point, it's just, you know, what is mine to do? 
is the question. What do I feel inspired to do? What is there energy to do? And it's taken me a while to wrap my head around that idea. <laughs> okay. Because I'm like, okay, how does that relate to my business? And how does that relate to my work? And how does that relate to my students? And, you know, all of this stuff. And so, you know, I've had to, and again, this is the, this is the, the tripping point, right? Because you can't go into your head to answer that question. <laughs> because if you go into your head, you're going into your control path, right? And, and so I'll I've fix had, it. Right. <laughs> and so I've had to be with that question. Okay. And I'm starting to understand. It's, it's very interesting. Um, I work karaoke here, right? Like I, I run the karaoke night. And, you know, I do a lot of just making people feel welcome. Right. That's my thing. I want people to feel welcome and loved and, 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 you know, that, that they can get up and sing and it'll be all great. I am just being me in that space. I'm not being intentionally, you know, setting an intentional space and, you know, in my head and doing it. I'm just showing up and just being me and just loving people. Right. And having a great time and laughing and engaging with people and dancing and, you know, doing whatever. Right. 2009 is the have you met you story of me going, you know, spirit telling me over and over and over again, be who you are, be who you are. Right. And me going, I don't know what that means. How does that work? And I'm, it's, you know, 2023 and I'm finally figuring out what the answer to that was 14 years later. It's like, no, I'm not slow, really. (laughs) But, but, you know, it's, it's a beingness state. And I was in a beingness state at the time that that message was coming through. I was really working on my beingness. And so that makes sense when I look back at it, that I was stepping into my beingness state and they were saying, be who you are. So I'll tell you what be who you are means for me. It means when I am not trying to do something or get somewhere or make someone feel some way or, you know, make my business go in a particular direction or whatever. When I am not trying, period, I am me. And that person is magnetic, as is being proven by the karaoke stuff, right? Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm me on this podcast, right? Because, you know, I, I don't, I, I have to be reminded to promote, to mo- promote the programs. <laughs> because I forget. Yeah, because I forget, because that's not what this, I mean, marketing wise, it should be what this is about, but it's not. I'm, I'm just here to share what I have to tell you guys. And so I often forget to promote myself at all. And so, because, you know, I'm just being where I'm being me, right? But the two places where people are magnetized to me are this podcast and at karaoke. It's because I'm being me, right? And so I'm going to tell you, if you're out there going, I don't know what that means, stop trying to do anything and just interact as you with no agenda, no intention, no need to make things different or change things, but just to be with what is. And yeah. Part of it too, in listening to what you were saying was when you're trying to force or you're trying, you're trying, that's a whole energetic unto itself, right? So, and I'll, I will speak from my perspective, just from my own experience. I had to re-figure out 
who I was and what that what that actual sentence, be who you are, meant to me because I had spent so many years being a chameleon that I thought was a good thing, trying to be the definition of a daughter that my mom had in her head, be the definition of a best friend that Yo-Yo had in his, you know, whatever and all that. And what popped into my head when you were talking was almost like empty nest syndrome. When you've been parents for so, and mind you, I've never been a parent, so, but I've seen on TV. When you've been a parent for so many years and then the kids go off to college and it's just back to you and your spouse. And it's kind of like, hi, who are you? Because your your roles have changed, you know. Um, my husband and I were watching Naked and Afraid Excel the other night, and the dude that was on there, he was a, a ranger, and he had been on deployments and it's so strict training. He had a mission, a mission. So without that, he didn't know really who he was, and he had trouble defining himself, you know. Um, and that that's a real thing for when people come back from deployments back into civilian life, I'll say, right? Yeah. They have it's to redefine that. Anytime we Everybody. redefine our identity, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's a lot of what this is. But it's it's not this is actually so defining your identity is still a head-based thing. It's still a head-based thing. Now, I'm not saying it's a bad idea because, you know, we, we, we all need to take baby steps and go in different directions, whatever. But how we define ourselves is an identity-based thing, which is an ego-based thing, which is a head-based thing. This is a beingness. This is a, I am not worried about who I am. I am not worried about what I do. I am not worried about what people think about me. I am not worried about what is expected of me. I am not worried about any of it. I'm just being. And that beingness state has, it, it has its own power. I'm, I was, while you were talking, I was, I was reminded of this um, event that I went to where my friends called me out as we left. They said, you held court you know, because I had gone inside and sat on the couch and all the speakers had come up and talked to me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right? Remember? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So I remember that. I did not intend to hold court. I was not hoping to talk to anybody. I was just being. I was sitting on the couch in the comfortable space because I didn't want to be outside anymore. You know, that <laughs> was all I was doing. I was like, oh, I got a little cup of tea and I got a comfy couch. I'm happy, right? And I was just in my beingness and people would come up and sit down and talk to me and I would have the conversation and be present to their beingness. And it just ended up being an endless cycle of people coming and talking to me. And I was like, oh, cool. I just assumed they were coming for the comfy couch. You know, it just, it didn't occur to me, you know, that I might have been the thing that they were being magnetized to, you know, uh, but now in this beingness state, I look back and I go, oh, no, 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 I was, I was being me and therefore I was magnetic because I, there was no artifice, there was no um, agenda, there was no anything going on. I was just being me, right? There was genuineness. Yes. Genuineness, openness. You know, um, and and I really, I'm not terribly judgmental on on the whole, right? Now we all have our judgmental moments, but you know, generally I'm non non judgmental. But the um, the thing that drew people in was my beingness, 
And so this is what I'm going to say to you is we we look at awakening, right? And we were like, ooh, I got to learn the bright and shiny. I have to be magical. I have to have all the crystals and all the spells and all the things. And, and people have to see me as this witchy, amazing person, right? We. But actual awakening is not about any of that. It's about being you unapologetically, unselfconsciously, unintentionally, just being. And I know that's hard. I want to be really clear. I understand that this is hard. But one of the things that I have aspired in my life to do is to simplify the, the personal growth process, simplify the personal evolution process. And, you know, I, when I was thinking about this topic today, I was, I was like, you know, this is the most simple that it gets. It's drop everything and just be present and be in your own beingness around it. And I don't pretend that that's an easy thing. I got this message 14 years ago. It took me this long. It is not an easy thing. But I also didn't have somebody like me sitting here and saying, okay, this is the differential, right? This is how it works. I had to, I had to fumble through on my own, right? But um, when I'm talking to you about this, when you think about, oh, I want my spiritual awakening, I want all these gifts, I want all of this stuff, I want to do this and this and this and this and this. Question why? And, it, and the answer will be because it's cool. That'll be the first answer, right? Because that's always the first answer. But then, you know, once cool becomes common to you, why do you still want to know, right? Because, you know, I, I had this conversation 20-some years ago with somebody who said, I want to learn how to cast magic missile, which is a D&D spell. Fireballs! Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and I said, sadly, by the time you can cast magic missile, it's just a party trick and you're not interested. And he's like, I can still do it. And I'm like, yeah, I know you would. <laughs> but, you know, that that's the thing, right? Is that it's like, okay. Um, you know, in, if we dig deep enough, oftentimes it's because we're trying to keep ourselves safe or it's because we're trying to you know, be impressive and give people a reason to want to be around us or need us or love us or whatever. And all of those reasons are not about you, right? I mean, safety, yes, it's a little bit about you. But but true safety comes from being present and being able to adapt and, and adjust to your circumstances. That's true safety. And, you know, not having buttons and triggers all over your body that, that people can push at a moment's notice, right? That's true safety is uninstalling all those buttons to keep yourself safe. Um, you know, that's true safety, not controlling the outside world, right? Being aware of it, right? Why do you think there were so many animals running from the tsunami before the tsunami got here? Because they were present to their bodies and their bodies said, go, right? Yeah. So, you know, when you're present, your body tells you what you need to know. So today, because everybody's been so tired <laughs> and because, you know, we're, we're all trying to get through, right? I'm going to ask you to be present and give yourself, your body, your emotions, your mental emotional state, give yourself what you need. Give yourself a break. Let go of all the things you're holding on to trying to control, and that I'm includes all them. your so social media. That includes all that gunk. 
unplug, turn your damn phone off. That all of that. Yeah, yeah. I heard y'all out there going, yes, but it, mm, 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 that's that too. Listen to the woman. <laughs> so, just let it go, right? It doesn't. Ha- you don't have to do it. I promise you, ninety nine point nine percent of the time, it doesn't have to be you. Okay, does it have to be done? Fifty percent of the time, yes. Does it have to be you? Ninety nine percent of the time, no. Okay. You know, especially for the stuff that we really get bound up about, right? You know, but my husband won't do it as well or, you know, whatever. You're like, okay, and is not as well still all messed up? Yeah. Do you have clean clothes at the end of it? Shut up and move on. (laughs) It's just, you know, it it may not do it as well, but it'll get done, right? Perfect is the enemy of peace (laughs) okay perfect is an illusion (laughs) perfect is an illusion to begin with but it's also the enemy of peace yes enemy of peace yes so you know just be with it okay don't just be still be just allow yourself to be okay so that's that's what i've got just be just all right (laughs) well that is all the time that we have for this week folks So tune in next time when Kelly adds another chapter into your guide to energy, magic, and the spirit world. I'm Jules, here with Kelly Sparta, and you have been listening to Spirit Sherpa. So long, everyone. Bye. I'm driving Wondering where my spirit will I'm driving Are you waking up to the spiritual world and realizing that you have no idea what you're doing but you feel like you kind of probably should especially since you seem to be seeing things and feeling things and having things see you that maybe aren't so great and that you might want to actually control your experience of that. Well, I have great news for you because our Welcome to the Woo program does just that for you. It teaches you how to hold your energy field, manage your energy field, clear your energy field, protect your energy field, and learn how to protect your space. And you learn how to do basic divination and talk to your guides so that you feel like you actually have a clue and have a way to talk to the guides that will help you to figure everything else out. And it teaches you how to make sure that you feel mentally, emotionally, and energetically safe. That means that we also deal with things like fear and anxiety and worry and dread and self-doubt and inner and outer judgments. And we help you build a foundation of self-support and courage. All of these things together create a solid sense of safety in your own life. They will reduce your stress levels in half guaranteed. So visit the website at kellysparta.com and find out more about the Welcome to the Woo program. Your future awaits.